Welcome to the torture chamber, where it's totally okay to drive your best friend insane. How is he getting a sequel? He made how much? No, for real. Nothing's wrong with people. Hello, potential victims, and welcome to the torture chamber podcast. It's our final episode sad and happy at the same time of our Halloween switcheroo, which is why I am your host, Jason Christopher. And joining me as always for the last time he's not dying, just you know, the last time I get to say this is my best friend and favorite victim, Dennis Neal. How you doing? I'm, Ken? I'm, I'm good. I'm not dying because I was just going to ask you am I dying? Do you know something I don't know? What the fuck? <laughs> Ignore the red dot on your forehead. Okay. But I'm not so, Indian. Oh, my God. You know why we only have 26 subscribers? Because you say shit like that. You're the one last week that was talking about you're not wearing underpants. Do you have underpants this week? I I was wearing underpants last week. I was. We have no proof. I am not a hippie. I wear underpants. I'm wearing underpants today. Hold on. Oh, no. These are still shitty underpants. Oh, I feel bad. That's probably why I sound kind of subdued. Because <sighs> I'm not wearing good underpants today. I haven't, I haven't finished my laundry. So, there's that to consider. Anyway. <laughs> so, ask me how I'm doing for a change. <laughs> I don't care. No. How you doing? Wow. This is this is why you're not going to be the host anymore. This is why. Um, I'm actually doing oh. really good. Um, I'm having a Halloween party uh, tomorrow. I was making some um, homemade uh, I things. I noticed I was not invited. You're like six million miles away. That would probably be on the surface of Saturn. <laughs> or Uranus. So you're having a Halloween party? <laughs> yes, and I've been I've been mother stewing it and making like. Different... I just realized when you said that that that's what it's like being friends with me. Fuck yes, me. it is. You just segue into stuff. No wonder I have no friends. No wonder I'm stuck here with you. <laughs> You've been Martha Stewarting now. All right, I know we have a shit to do. You know I fucking hate her. <laughs> I hate her what? so much. I hate Martha Stewart. You want? All right, quick quick story um when i was like 16 15 16 years old i was flipping channels one day it was around christmas and martha stewart um was was doing her martha stewart thing and she'd made this um like edible decoration of like these they were like fried bonbon things like donut holes or whatever they have a name. I don't know. Somebody write in. Tell them what they are. And she, like, stacked them up into, like, a tree shape. And to garnish this thing, what she did was she went to her stove and she made this, like, sugar syrup. Mm-hmm. And she got a dish towel drying rack and a whisk. And she was like, and now we're going to make the garnish. And she stuck the whisk in the sugar syrup. And she was, like, waving it back Why and forth. Why did you just sound like Julia Child? Because I can't do a Martha Stewart impression. Oh, um, okay. And she was waving the whisk over the drying rack. 
and it made like you know like candy floss or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking even then before. I was an adult and had, like, a job and responsibilities. Like, fuck you, bitch. Who has time to fling sugar around their kitchen? Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, it must be real nice that you can go to your fucking plantation in Connecticut or wherever the fuck it is you're from and fling sugar. Aren't you the guy who makes, like, 30 batches of fucking cookies around Christmas time? And then I eat them, which is why I weigh a thousand pounds. But at least there's a purpose to that. Not flinging that sugar. That you're fat? Yes. I really like cookies and cake. I make cake. He literally, he literally weighs a thousand pounds, people. He really Ooh. does. I, you know why I'm always present for this podcast? I can't leave my house. Um, no, I do not weigh a thousand pounds. Please don't Yet. let these people. <laughs> Yet. No, um... And I was just so mad at her mm-hmm. for this would be this story would be better served for our Christmas episode. Um, but I was so angry and like ever, ever since that day I hated her. Is I hold grudges over stupid shit. That's why I hate James Spader because in like 1995 James Spader was in every single movie. He always played the bad, bad guy except for like fucking what's that one Stargate. So every time I saw a commercial and I saw James Spader's James Spader's face. But he Ooh, voiced Ultron, and he does such a good job. Ultron was a bad guy, so my my the defense rests, Your Honor. But like oh, every yeah. time I saw, good point. Never I was mind. like, he's a fucking bad guy, and I just I have developed a rational hatred of James Spader, mm. which I only recently got over, and I don't know why. He's not. He's done nothing to redeem himself in my eyes. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> Alrighty. You still have to finish talking about how you've been Martha Stewarting. I just railroaded you again. I'm sorry. It, it, it's quite okay. Um, I made like a custom frame for people to take pictures with. I did a little jar of spiders and um, glow sticks and cotton balls, so it actually looks like a, a really cool jar. Um, I also did uh, trophies for people. Hmm. You know that's the gayest goddamn thing I've ever heard, right? I'm a gay man. What the fuck you trying to say, bitch? <sighs> Moving on. So you watched the movie this week, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I did. I did. I actually, funny story, I watched the movie today at work. Boring! No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I just wanted to yell that considering I segue into so many stories. You watched the movie at work? I did. You didn't get caught in the machine? No. <laughs> Good. Good. How would he get how would he be here for the podcast if he got caught in the machine, Jason? Don't ask questions. Shh. I'm a comedy. Ghost. I'm a ghost. It's a Halloween episode. Ooh. So scary, you guys. Ooh, scary. But yeah, I, I, I watched I watched the movie. You watched yes, what did you watch? I watched Teeth. It took us it took us twenty goddamn minutes to get to the point. It really did. <laughs> yes, you watched Teeth. Um I'll give you a little little information on this movie, which came out January nineteenth, two thousand and eight. It's a trim eighty eight minutes long. And according to IMDB, the plot of Teeth is still a stranger to her own body, a high school student discovers she has a physical advantage when she becomes the object of male violence. 
which is not inaccurate. No. Uh, let me see. This movie stars some people. Uh, Jess Wexler, John Hensley, John Payas, Hale Appleman, Ashley Springer, and Lenny Do- Dolan. Excuse me. Lenny Dolan. This is another one of those movies that everybody decided to do because they couldn't find anybody else. This is a movie starring people yeah. you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was directed, produced, and written by Mitchell Lichtenstein. Steen? Stein. Lichtenstein. Nine! <laughs> Eight, seven, six. Okay, moving on. So, this. <laughs> um. What did you think of this movie? Alright. I don't want to give much away, only for the simple fact that I know you're very... We spoiler everything on this podcast. I know, but you and I um, have had conversations about this movie for a while. I have always made the joke that I think vaginas look like facehuggers from aliens, and then they go and make a movie like this, so it was my worst nightmare come true. And here come the letters. Are you Elliot? From... Oh. <laughs> from the Flophouse, yes. You know. <laughs> I thought you read the kid from E.T. I was like, no! <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Well, they're the same size, so that maybe. Hi, Elliot. Little joke. And they'll never be on the show. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right. The the movie centers around a girl by the name of Dawn. I'm prepared today. I have my notes on my computer. Um, a, a girl by the name um, Dawn, who's played by Jess Wexler. Wexler, whatever. Um, I assume... That she's of young age. They never really specify her age, which always aggravates me with these movies, only because you know there's going to be a lot of sex, and you don't want her to be a teenager because you don't want to see a movie with a lot of sex, or maybe you do. I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure she's a high school student, isn't she? Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, so she's a teenager. God damn it. Um, All right, so let's let's just say she's seven. she's 17 going on 18. That works. That works. All right. Okay, so... She gentle caresses. She's the head person for a Christian abstinent group who Excuse me? She's a, the spokesperson for the Christian abstinence group. Okay, thank you cuz those are words in English. You making fun of me? Yes. Okay, cuz you said Christian abstinence group. Listen, I'm partially deaf. My words get slurred. Deal with it. Moving on. Um, it has the fact that he drinks heavily. Wow, I don't <laughs> remember the name of the group or if the group even. Oh wait, yes, it was called Promise. It was called Promise. Um, aren't they always? I actually thought that it was kind of funny that they had a Christian abstinence group named Promise. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Can I start singing this? Promise you? Don't you dare. Uh, Can I start singing the Promise by When in Rome? No. Okay. No. I, I don't have any more promise. No. Song titles in my head right now. Yeah. No. Um. She attends these groups with a couple of her friends. I don't remember. Papa, their, don't preach. I don't remember. I'm ignoring you. I don't remember <laughs> their names. Um. They really weren't too important. Um, Alicia and Phil. 
you got the Wikipedia open, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> so don't feel bad, I do too, because some things I, I forget. I always look at the Wikipedia. I learned that from Elliot Kalem. Ha! Flophouse plug number two. Um, With three, you get a free donut. Is the donut cursed? Yes. No. Then I don't want the donut. Stop. You be- Fifteen years, you've never gotten this joke straight right. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I do it on purpose. Why start now? Um, so fucking asshole. God, I hate you. She she gives a speech um about the rings that they wear, um, which, whatever. I'm not gonna get into the whole thing because the beginning of this movie with this whole thing made me want to be political. And I'm like, oh my god. And then I'm oh, like, oh Jesus Christ, we do not need that. You will never shut up. And. You know, I was like, wait a minute, I started connecting the dots. The girl has teeth in her vagina. She belongs to an abstinence... Spoiler alert. Boy, yeah. She has abstinence... She belongs to an abstinent group. Is this way of God punishing her? Anyways, um, so she's giving a speech about the purity ring, rings. She's introduced uh, to Toby. McGuire? Um, no. Keith? No. Um, I don't have any more Toby names in my head either. It's it's okay. So much like a high school girl would do, you know, she envisions marrying Toby. Um, she's very heavily attracted to him. Um, they start uh, um, semi going out. Um, she. They basically agree that they can't really spend time together. No reason is given. Other than they just can't spend time together. Listen, you son of a bitch. What? I see what you're doing. What's that? You actually watch this movie? Yes! Or are you just reading the Wikipedia? I'm going through the Wikipedia, yes! But I watch this movie! We'll see. Anyways, um, so... They decide to meet up and... It's not a good way to go out on your final episode for the month. I know, right? So they they go out on a little quote unquote date. Um, they try to get alone time, um, and you know they start making out, groping each other. Uh, she gets uncomfortable, wants to go back to her friends. He doesn't really want to. So much like high school kids of today, he rapes her. Well, tries to rape her. First of all, don't say high school kids are today. That's painting them with a very broad brush. Do you watch the, of... Do you watch the news? Continue. That's what I thought. Thank you. So he tries to rape her. Um, he I don't want to say he smacks her around because he doesn't really smack her around. He he manhandles her. Yeah, there we go. I was trying to think of the, the right word. He manhandles her and. She smacks her head, gets knocked out. While she's out cold, like rapist does, he begins raping her. Then you off- seem to know a lot about rapists. <sighs> Don't go there. So. Whoa, why was it? But all right. He starts screaming. Uh, why? Because her vagina bit his dick off.
Now, I'm going to tell you the funny thing about <laughs> about that scene. I had just literally started this movie. This is maybe about 15, 20 minutes into the movie. And one of my co-workers comes over and he's like, oh, what are you watching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had it. I had it pause. You know, um, when she gets up and she's got the blood down her legs and everything like that. Yeah. And, you know, he's screaming and holding his dick, blah, 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 blah. So I paused the movie right then and there. And he's like, oh, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, a movie called Teeth. And he was like, oh, well, what's that about? So I told him. And he, he gives me that look that people give you where they want to tell you that you're crazy. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Not safe for work. Yeah. it, Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> she... Gets up, walks away, and the movie. One of the issues that I had with this movie is they don't of... follow up on things. Well, now that's a good point because I do have to ask a question. It's been a while since I've watched this movie, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. I was going to watch it for this podcast, but um, I didn't. <laughs> do they ever explain where the teeth from her in her vagina came from? Somewhat. When she goes to the gynecologist, but okay. I I think when they I'll, I'll get to that in a second because that that's coming up. Okay. Um. So she it it goes to another scene. Then she goes back to the quote unquote scene of the crime. Um. She throws her purity ring away. Because, scene of the circumcision. <laughs> wow. And. I had looked away because I wasn't paying attention because I was looking at my machine at the time. And I looked back and she was screaming. Uh, She was screaming because there was a crab crawling on his penis. Well, his severed penis. (laughs) I took a a screenshot of it with my iPod that I'm going to pull. I'm gonna I'm gonna post on the blog because it's so funny. So, she, I repeat, not safe for work. It, no. So she goes home and she sets up a doctor's appointment um, with her gynecologist to figure out what the fuck's going on with her. And the other issue with this movie is... I hope it's the same issue I have. They pretty much make it seem like that all men are going to rape and assault you. Thank you! Now, look... I have said on this podcast many times that I'm a feminist. That still rings true. and But at the same time, I do want to point out I'm not one of those not all men, hashtag not all men people. But Ugh. Jesus Christ, like this girl can't go anywhere with somebody trying to forcibly stick something into her vagina. Yeah. And I just really think that, I mean, I guess they went that far for the sake, because this technically is a comedy horror so I guess they went that far for the sake of was comedy. It? Was it? That's <laughs> what you mean now. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but like, you know, women can walk down the street without somebody going, hey, you're cute, and then trying to finger them. Like, that is not how life works. No. And I guess I, I, I guess I can say this from my ivory tower of maleness. I don't think every man you encounter wants to rape you. No, and that's that's what bothers me with this because you figure the guy at the beginning of the movie, the doctor, um, uh, 
whatchamacallit, the, um, uh, the idiot that she meets in the hospital. Mm. Um, and I, I want to talk about the vibrator scene, but we'll, 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 we'll hold on to that. And we'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, it just aggravates me because it was like, they fall on the whole, all right. This movie couldn't decide on a trope that it wanted to do. We start off with a religious aspect, then the mm-hmm. the religious aspect goes away, and then we focus very heavily that all men are evil, which is why when you had mentioned who the writer was, I was very surprised because I, not to sound like a dick, I thought maybe a woman wrote wrote this. It was Stephanie Meyer. Um... Honestly, it probably was. No, but yeah, you're right. First of all, you're right because I do remember that like she starts off very religious in the beginning. Yes, and then like as soon as her vagina starts biting dicks off, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> well, no, she 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 gets raped, and she um uh well almost almost raped. Well. I think we could say well, he's that stu- she he's got stuck raped. In it enough. Yeah, exactly because yeah. you know it, she she bit his dick off. Well, withdrawn. It, withdrawn. it bit his dick off. Um, he should have withdrawn. <laughs> wow. So, I I don't know what the hell they were trying to do with this. On the one hand, I can understand how it's sort of like, kind of. Stay with me, a feminist movie, because it's like, you know, the one thing in this movie with all the power is her vagina. So if you look at it from that angle, it's like, well, all the power's down here, and dicks are weak and just easily chewed off. Right. You know, you know I, which I guess is vaguely empowering, but... I, I have <laughs> expected them to... Um, where, where the movie started off religious and then she got raped and she gets rid of her purity ring, I expected it kind of psycho back to the religious mm-hmm. thing where she realizes like, oh, this happened, that happened, but I shouldn't lose my faith, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that, that would have been a semi-interesting movie, but they didn't do that. Or to even have her feel like, you know... God is telling me that sex is wrong or, you know, you know, this is my punishment for, I don't know, being a sexual being and using my vagina for its intended purpose or whatever. Any of these things probably would have made more sense than just, hey, your vagina has teeth. It would have been a a cooler concept that if she decided to become this um, superhero for women and went after men who raped women to... Bite their dicks off. The Mangler. Oh, my God. The Circumciser. It's better than what I thought. I was thinking Chomper. <clears throat> little little on the nose or on the dick, I guess. Keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> so she goes to the doctor. The doctor Fuck, dude. <laughs> the doctor fingers her. But... Which, which literally came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't know if it was the angle. I don't know how much you remember about this. I don't know if it was the angle. It looks like he has his whole hand up there. He really does. And her vagina, right on cue, 
bites yeah. his fingers off. Yeah, all four of them. So, okay, not to... It's go, it's going to be ridiculous for me to say not to work blue, but not to work blue in a movie that's all about vaginas and dicks. He was he fisting her. What the that's, fuck? That's dude? the other thing because I assume he was he was a gynecologist because you, you know he he yes, had to. He was. They don't just stick their fingers in there. They use they use. Well, you'd hope he was. If he was her dentist, well, okay, technically if he was her dentist, it would still work. So, oh <laughs> um, I'm, I don't even want to, let me just continue on. So, she, she, <laughs> but yeah, like, you fisted her, he, man. He, She's not a sock really puppet. Did. He really, really, really did. So, not for nothing. But if I went to get a prostate exam and the doctor stuck four fingers up my ass, he better, first of all, he better buy me <laughs> dinner. Number one. But number two, I'm swinging around, punch him in the face. And not for nothing, I'm not this too much information. Sorry, TMI. I'm not one who shies away know. from <laughs> shies away from stuff. Anyway, the point is, all right, nothing. I under certain circumstances, I would be objective to that. But in in an exam, one, one, one right. with a glove. Not, not just for nothing. If my name is not Howdy Doody, somebody calls you up and tells you that there's something going on with their vagina, blah blah blah. You're not gonna. I'll be like, how did you get this number? Who are you? Move, moving on. Sorry. So she she finds. I really want to know what the rest of that thread was. If somebody calls me up and says there's something wrong with it's my vagina, not even what? Important. It's 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 not even important. <laughs> So, I derailed too oh hard. Oh my I'm god! Sorry. So the police find um, penis victim number one, uh, Toby. <laughs> Toby's body. They assume that he died of shock in the water. Um, blood loss. That's the other thing. Wouldn't wouldn't he be naked or whatever? But nope. Because when he was going to attempt to rape her, he was semi-naked, but they find him in the water with his pants on. So she put his pants back on after she did his dick I assume. That's yeah. polite of her. Keep your yeah. dignity. Lose your dick. Keep wow. your dignity. So That could be her superhero oh cat line. So she goes home. Sorry. Her mother paps, pa- uh, passes out because I assume that her mother was ill. Um... Her brother, I think it was, and his girlfriend are fucking, and they completely ignore the fact that the mom just passed out. Uh, so, well, well, first of all, it's her stepbrother Brad. What did I say? That's his. Well, you oh, said brother, uh, but I'm just saying he's her stepbrother because that's important. For what happens later. Oh, for yeah, a good point. Yeah, that would have been kind of awkward if it was her brother. <laughs> this whole goddamn movie's awkward. So, they go to the hospital. She runs into um, Ryan. Um, she's very upset about what's going on with her vagina, her mother. Is Ryan the dude she met at the hospital? Ryan is the classmate. 
that she met at the dance after um, she bites off the guy's dick at the beginning of the movie. Okay, because I thought this was Phil, one of her purity friends. But no, you're right. Okay, it's a different right. guy. Right, right, right. So, okay. Ryan, who we assume is going to be a nice guy, but again, nope, he's a dude, so therefore he's an asshole. He drugs her and then shoves a vibrator in her. Well, you see, he's an asshole because he's a dude, because there's no blood to his brain, because it's all in his mm-hmm. dick. Which he is then going to... Right. So, here's where... Well, here's where I was confused, because they don't really explain it. I don't know if it was because of the drugs, or because she was enjoying it. Her quote-unquote teeth don't do anything. Right. He... Maybe it's because it was a... Wait, with... They didn't do anything with no, the No, she enjoyed it. Well, maybe they don't do anything with the vibrator because the teeth are like, this isn't edible. Well, I can't... I guess maybe because she was not lucid, she was more relaxed and it didn't bother her. I really don't think that we should be making excuses for why this particular action is okay, considering technically Ryan is raping well, her Well, that's why I was confused. And Ryan's even worse, because, like, the other guys... This sounds terrible, but it's true. The other guys are like, I'm just going to rape you. He's like, I'm going to drug right. you first. And, and, and that's you. what confused me. If her teeth acts upon instinct, they should have bit the fucking vibrator. Mm. So... And another quick sidebar, quick sidebar. I just want to ask this question: Do you ever wonder if drug dealers are offended by people who come to them to buy date rape drug? Because I mean, like, if you go to a drug dealer and you're like, "I want some cocaine," they're like, "Sure, have some." I want some meth. I've got plenty. I want some date rape drug. I'm gonna go to do some date raping. You monster. I don't. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I, 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 I really don't know how to answer that. I'm a dealer with morals, and you have offended them, sir. Get out of my crap. Wow. wow. So, moving on. And another confusing scene. <laughs> the next day, they're having sex. And mm-hmm. she's enjoying it. He's doing this and doing that. But again... I'm like, he just drugged you, shoved the vibrator in your twat without asking you permission. Why would you, why would you have sex with Right, so now you're enjoying it, but again... Well, I would, I would argue that the reason she did it... Again, let's not try to justify any actions in this particular mm-hmm. movie. But I would argue that the reason that she did it was because she was so happy that her vagina teeth finally didn't bite something. But here's that she was like, okay, well, I can do but this. Here's, here's the funny thing. Her vagina apparently has levels in which it's annoyed because the vagina eventually does bite his dick off because he he got a phone call from his friend while they were having sex and he was uh, talking about how he was fucking her and the vagina bit his dick off. So here's here's what's funny. Drugging her, shoving a vibrator in her, not bad. 
talking about that he scored with a chick, bad. If somebody walked in right at this point, they would be very confused. Yeah, exactly. You know, just to hear you say drugging her and shoving a vibrator up her—that's not bad at all. Somewhere, one of our listeners is listening to the podcast in their car, and their friend just got into their car with them, and it's like, "What are you listening to?" I have a question because you generally deal with the iTunes, because um, I don't like to do work. Can your sur- subscriber numbers ever reach a negative? Because I think this episode is going to be where we hit the red line. Because this episode is all about rape. It, <laughs> it really good. is. And I like to point out two things. Neither one of us made this movie. But the asshole on the other end of this microphone is the one that suggested it. So if you have any problems with it, blame him. I literally thought that as you started speaking. I was like, this is my <laughs> I did this to myself. So, <laughs> Again. So to recap. The, the sequence of events, she freaks out, meets this guy, uh, runs into this guy, he drugs her, masturbates her with a vibrator, they have sex, her vagina bites off his dick because he's happy, and he doesn't say it in a bad way, but she kind of got pissed off because he, he kind of... But he was talking to somebody about... Go ahead. Well, I... I... I might have blinked it out, but I don't think he was being that much of a dick. Well, because he said that there was... Wasn't there a bet? Oh, you're right. Yeah, and I think that's why her vagina was like, well, fuck you, dude. You know, because it's like, look, if somebody was betting on having sex with me, my vagina would bite their dick off, I'm sure. Okay, all right, you know what, then I... I take back the confusion and the thing, but again, it still doesn't make sense for the beginning of that to happen and then to be fucking him the next next morning. Uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely not. Again, much like Twilight, this is the least feminist goddamn movie. I mean, for you, like, she has some sort of fucked up Stockholm Syndrome. Like, well, he drugged me and raped me with a dildo, but at least he didn't try to finger me as my doctor <laughs> or stick his dick in me under a waterfall so I guess I'll have sex with this guy. Uh, like, that's fucked up. Like, that that decision in this sequence of events that is Dawn's life makes no sense. Well, it's about to get a little bit even more conf- stupid because... Well, it's about to get more Well, yeah, her, her mom dies. Um, yeah. Aww. Her, um, I believe it's the stepfather... Her stepfather wants, would you say, Brad? Oh, the, yeah. the stepbrother? Um, yeah, I Brad. I really should stop writing more more notes. What's funny is I had the Wikipedia open and I'm not even looking over at it because I don't want to get yelled at again. Dude, um, dude, re-listen to the Twilight episode. I spent the entire time calling Edward Bighead. I don't remember anybody's name in that movie. Notes? What are well, notes? Well, I can't call Brad what I want to call him because it'll spoil what's about to happen. Um, spoil so, away. Brad confesses his love for Don. He, even though that Creepy. he's his stepbrother, he loves Don. Like, loves Creepy and gross. Don. Didn't sign up yeah. for incest. So... She's like, ew, leaves, goes to the hospital, runs into her stepfather, 
um, and Brad's girlfriend, who I'm just going to call Big Tits, because, you know, yeah. Um, wow. So, Big Tits and the stepfather are upset, and Big Tits explains to Dawn that Brad told her to ignore what was happening in the other room because he just wanted to basically fuck her. So, you see a change in Dawn's face, and I'm like, uh-oh, something bad's going to happen. She goes home, seduces... This is where she becomes... This is where she becomes Chompa. Yes. Uh, do you remember the the movie um, Angel, um, Avenging Angel, and then the third Angel where the girl uh, was uh, um, a student by day and then a prostitute by night? I don't okay, know well, what that never is. Never mind. Um, it, the, I don't want to find they're out. They're actually really is, good movies. Um, she goes home, seduces... A, that's what you said about real steel, but okay. She goes home and seduces yeah, Brad. She seduces him, but we kind of semi get a little bit of a, a flashback, but I guess it's not really a flashback because it's only like a couple of seconds. That Dawn apparently. Did something to the brother to piss him off. Um, uh, well, I can tell you what that flashback was. Right, because I don't remember it. I remember. I know it had um, something to do with her vagina. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Wait <laughs> this a minute. whole movie yes, has something to yes. do with her vagina. She remembers when they were kids. Well, they remember that when they were kids, Brad fingered her. And the vagina bit him. Again, this whole girl's life is just men. Just accosting her genitals. So... Even as a child, she's not safe from somebody saying, let me stick this up your cooch. It's it's fucked up. So, right on cue, vagina bites the dick off. The dog then eats the dick, spits it out, most, Most of, it, of it, and then we see that he he's pierced. <laughs> Spit out the head of his dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was like you with the baby with the celery. This whole movie. Every time somebody's dick gets bitten off, I laugh. So she basically runs away from home, <laughs> and she gets picked up by this really really creepy old man who I could have sworn I seen before um but when I looked him up he really has done nothing other than this movie um he locks all the doors and starts licking his lips and looking at her (sighs) she then looks at the camera and smiles and cuts the black because again every single male she meets Wants to rape her. Now, no offense to Jess Wexler. She's not No, that the beautiful. only guy who didn't want to do anything to her, and I give them credit for it because I expected them to do something along the lines, was the stepfather. The stepfather was the only one that wasn't dirty. Now, I want to amend my previous statement to to not imply that if she were beautiful, it would make sense that people want to rape her. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's nothing about her that 
even in the ridiculous nonsense that is this movie, should imply that every single man she encounters wants to do something. Exactly. Exactly. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any and sense. This is why I said at the beginning that I could not understand the message that they were going for because it starts off religiously. She gets raped. She then gets finger fucked by every person who wants to meet her all the way up until the end. Well, the message of this movie is that men are scum. Pretty much. The message is men are scum and they're going to they're going to stick things in your vagina. And your vagina is defenseless against the advances of gynecological fingers and stepbrother dick. Like, that's the message of this movie. The message of this movie is get yourself fitted for a chastity belt, ladies, because every man you encounter, except maybe your one religious friend and your stepfather, are going to try to rape you. All of them. Never walk down the street because every time you pass a man, he's going to attempt to put his dick inside of you. Every single one. Men are gross and evil and think with their dicks and the only thought their dick has is let me get up inside that vagina. Pretty much. That's the message of this goddamn movie. Which... Not for nothing is a terrible message. It, it really set. is because it makes every, it makes women think that all the guys are going to do this and going to do that. But at the same sense, if you're stupid enough to find a message in this movie, then I don't <laughs> know what to tell you. I mean, not for nothing. Don't get me wrong. Men they suck. Do. I know. I've dated enough of them, but like. They're not that bad. Like, they're bad. Great men are the worst. I get it. But, like, they don't all want to rape you. It spreads this subconscious message of fear that I don't think I'm comfortable with. Even as a feminist, I'm not comfortable with that. Because why leave your house then? Why ever leave your house? If all that's going to happen when you leave the house is rape. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, real quickly, because I know we, we got to move on to other things. Um, do you know Ooh. what the tagline was for this movie? Uh, no, what was the tagline? Every rose has its thorn. Every rose has its thorn. Wow. Guns it's like sorry, was that was that not it? Okay, I wasn't excited. Let's 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 move on. Moving on. <laughs> Just a little musical interlude. So uh there's no real budgetary information on this movie that I can find. I can't picture that it actually would cost that much. I read a couple of things online <laughs> that the movie only cost somewhere between under a million to um, 75000 Okay. But how much do you think it made? Well, did it get released to theaters? Uh, I believe it did, yes. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it went straight to DVD. I can't find any information um, on that either, well, if really. Well, there's a budget, then that means it's somehow 
some way got a, a release somewhere. Oh, here we go. It it was at the Sundance. Oh, okay. All right. Um, um, I would have to say one one and a half million. Close. Uh, two point three. No, oh, all right, all right, okay. I mean, for a movie that just now we we've had a lot of fun here, folks. It's not a terrible movie, despite this really upsetting message. It's not a terrible no, it's not. movie. It's not a great no, movie. Not. <laughs> by any goddamn sense of the imagination. But it's not a terrible movie. So I guess $2 million or something that was at Sundance and then had like a moderate theatrical release isn't that bad. Uh, let's see. So now we go to the Rotten Tomato score for it. Which I hadn't seen the Rotten Tomato score. Surprised me. Um, with a rating of 79% fresh. Really? With an yes, average rating of six point five out of ten. Okay. That comes from sixty seven reviews, and with a three out of five, forty five percent of the audience liked it. All right, I can I can understand that. Um, uh, before I give my rating, uh, do you want to give what the rating right. system is? Ah, yes. Now, the rating system for our show is. I always have to bring up my notes because I'm Dennis made it up and it makes no sense to me. But all right, <laughs> would you own it on DVD or Blu-ray? Watch it on cable or rent it or download it to delete it? I am actually thinking about buying it myself because while yes, like like we both said, the movie has a serious serious problem with its message. It's yeah, that it's not a bad movie. Um, it's one of those movies where it's like, you know, you're home. Um, you don't want to watch the usual shit, but you just want to put something on to half watch it, half enjoy it. And I think this is one of those movies, so I would have to say own on DVD or Blu-ray. Hmm. Um, I'm going to read a couple quick reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, let's see. Here's a good review. Um, whether you view it as a primordial image from the collective unconscious or a practical warning against promiscuity, Vajani Dentata makes an indubitably memorable impression and an ideal premise for a tongue-in-cheek teen horror movie. Somebody went for, to college. For real. <laughs> Here's a bad one. Um, as amateurishly made as it is, Teeth runs on a kind of angry distrust towards boys. Yeah, I agree. Exactly, and that's what we were saying. Uh-huh. Uh, given how thoroughly all the subtext spells out the message, then, it seems unnecessary to make the actual text so raw, grotesque, and graphic. Well, it's I a horror movie, dude. It's a horror movie, Ma'am, yeah. excuse me. And here's one more. It's a negative review. I think four is enough. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen rape, incest, or abuse dealt with so vapidly. Ouch. Damn, Dave. Can we really Damn. say that it was, considering that she gets retribution for every single one? She bites off pretty much every single day yeah. within shouting distance of her vagina, so... 
All right. Well, I think that's enough of the reviews. I have news. What's the news? We've got a letter. Well, then. Not only do we have a letter. Guess what we have a letter from? Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. That would be the only reason why you would be so excited. Eddie says, hey again, thank you so much for answering my questions. You're yeah. welcome. I enjoyed the Human Centipede episode and the Halloween 3 episode. We work hard here at the no, Torch Chamber to bring you mediocre content that you can enjoy on your I don't know, train ride to work or as you're falling asleep. Um, I have more questions if you don't mind. No, I'm done. <laughs> wow! You, you know, I love you, Edward. All right, um, what is your favorite Halloween movie? Now, I'm not sure if Eddie means from the Halloween mm-hmm. series or movies related to Halloween, but I'm going to assume the latter. So what is your favorite Halloween as in the holiday movie? Um... I don't really have a favorite Halloween movie that um I want to see all the time, but I will say that every Halloween, I do make it a habit to watch Hocus Pocus. Me too. Because Hocus Pocus Right, nice. and I can't really say any of the others because I watch Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, everything else, even when it's not Halloween. But when it is Halloween, yeah, I I do make it a habit to watch uh, Hocus Pocus. So there you go. Actually, I would say Hocus Pocus. Um, my favorite, actually, I'm surprised you didn't think of this. It's the perfect Halloween oh, no. movie. Trick or treat. Oh, you know what? That's actually a good point. But again, I watch that even when it's not Halloween. That's true, I do too. Um, for those of you who've never seen it, Trick or Treat is a great, great, um, it, it, it's an anthology horror movie. I was just going to say, can we... But not like holidays. I was just going to say, can we call it an anthology series? Well, because it's a bunch of interconnected stories that all take place on one Halloween night. True. Um, it's an awesome movie, it's so fun. And it's based and on a comic book. It's based on a comic book. It's fun and it's kind of creepy. I mean, there's a few parts that are sort of like, well, yeah, I saw that coming. But it's great. It's fun. I totally recommend you watch it. Uh, we should do that on this podcast, but I don't think it'd be funny because uh, we like it too. Yeah, much. <laughs> I, I can't so. see us really destroying that movie at all. Ripping yeah. that apart. But yes. Definitely mine would be Trick or Treat, which I am going to watch tomorrow. Yes, I am. Um, His next question is, what is your least favorite Halloween activity? Honestly, and this is going to be kind of funny considering, you know, I'm having a party tomorrow. I hate dressing up. Really? I really do. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've just grown out of it. Not that I think that there's an age limit for it. I'm just I'm just not into it as much as 
I used to be because I used to love being like super creative and wanting to find this or that. And in the same sense, I feel the same way about Comic Con. I don't like dressing up for that anymore either. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I think I'm just not interested anymore into that. Okay. Can I tell you, for Halloween, for the last 15 years or so, I've had the same costume. You were a bitch? No, that's every other day of the year. Oh. No, I've the been you a vampire. <laughs> Twice. I've been a vampire every Halloween for the last 15 years. And when I say vampire, what I really mean is I just wear what I normally wear, <laughs> which is a lot of black. But I'll pop in a pair of plastic vampires. I was vampire just vampire going things. to say, since when have you been a vampire? I This is new to me, but never mind. Never mind. Well, it's my regular clothes with with teeth. Really? That's the word you want to use? Hey, it's accurate for right now. I might get some con- I might get some contacts this year, though. That might oh, be fun. Okay. Some, like, some white-out contacts. I probably shouldn't use white-out contacts, because I will bump into shit. I'm already half Yeah, I, I've, I've um, heard my f- horror stories about that shit. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. My least favorite Halloween activity, this is going to sound so awful and really like a portal into the angry old man that is Jason. I fucking hate answering the door for children. Honestly. <laughs> I hate it. I all right, you know what? Yeah, if 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 I would if I would have had to pick something else other than the costume, that would be me. But not for kids. I don't like handing out candy only for the simple fact is, I don't know about where you are, but where I am, we get a lot of teenagers, and I don't have a problem handing out candy to kids dressed up or to teenagers dressed up, providing that they're dressed up. But these kids today, oh my god, I sound like my grandfather. Put on a mask. And a hoodie, and that's it. Or they wear their normal clothes and a pair of plastic teeth. <laughs> God damn it. Guess I'm not getting any candy. Moving um. on. Uh, Eddie also says, Dennis, uh, you talked about loving Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween a lot. What is the worst and best of each series? For Halloween, you can't count three. Ah, shit. All right. Let's let's start with the obvious choice for Nightmare on Elm Street. I typically am not a fan of part of two. Right? Yes, Freddy's Revenge. Movie but I've sucks. grown to semi. You think we'd like it because it's well, so exactly. Good. I've grown to semi like it because um, I watched the documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street called Never Sleep Again, and they did a whole segment on it, and it made me laugh and made me appreciate the the humor in the movie, but... I know what your favorite is. I don't really like it. Um, What what do you think my favorite is? Three. Exactly. Three Three and four. Three and four are my favorites, and the two that I don't like, with number two being the top... We're best friends. Are we? Are we? Well, yes. I know your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yes, we're well, best friends. Best friend. Can you name the other one that I don't like on Nightmare on Elm Street? New Nightmare. Wow, you do pay attention to me. Every now and then I do. <laughs> when you say something that pertains to me, I'm generally listening. 
Uh, but other times, you know, if like nothing else is going on, yeah, listen to um, it. Now, <laughs> if we were including including um, the entire Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, including the reboot, the reboot takes top priority. As worst. best or worst. For for a whole host of reasons, but I'm not going to get into that because the podcast will go on for another hour. Um, and let's not forget it. Exactly. Cares. Bitch. So, for Halloween... <laughs> yeah, it's not Halloween yet, so I'm, I'm still in my bitch costume. Um, right. I would have to say Resurrection. Uh, that's the one after H2O, yeah. right? I would have to say Resurrection okay. for the simple fact that, A, you can tell Jamie Lee Curtis had had enough of the franchise, she gets killed, and... She was done! <laughs> oh my god, she was done. You can see it in her acting, she's like... Uh-huh, when she gets it. stabbed and she falls to her death, you can see her go, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Release! Has she only been in four? Uh, yeah, she was in one, two, H2O, and Resurrection, yeah. Well, and technically part three, because she was the announcer on the, the right. radio. Right, and... And the telephone and, operator, which we forgot yeah. to oh, mention. I think, no, we mentioned, but, we mentioned it. Yeah. Did and she remember. did have a small role in part four, but that... After we finished this podcast, I literally it's forget okay. everything. So. But, yeah, I would have to say Resurrection mainly for that. And mainly because I don't, I didn't like the, I don't really know how to explain it without trying to come off like I'm being a racist and I'm not trying to be a racist. Around that time. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That means this is around that badly. Around the time that that movie came out, it was when. Buster Rhymes, isn't it? You don't like him. No, I didn't like him because he can't act. And. And it was around that time where they had to stick a black person in almost every movie to prove something. And it was annoying me, not because it was a black person, but because of the people that they chose. LL Cool J was an H2O, and I thought he did a good job. LL Cool J was awesome. I think he's actually a really good actor. If you explain it any harder, you're just going to sound more racist. (laughs) I would just back (laughs) out. I I would just cut and run, man. I would not like Busta Rhymes. So, to recap, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and Halloween Resurrection. I'm sad that you don't like New Nightmare, because that's my favorite. And Nightmare on the Honestly, I, my... I don't have a real... Because the concept yeah, I, don't, was I was cool. just going to say, I don't have a real reason for not liking it. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. Okay. And Eddie's final question... Eddie, you have so much to say. I love it when you show up. <laughs> um, Eddie's final question is, if you were both being chased by a horror icon, what one would you prefer? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Do Edward. you know who you would pick? Because I, I semi-don't. Absolutely. Who would you pick? Jigsaw. Really? You know why I would why? pick Jigsaw? I'll tell you why I'd pick Jigsaw. Because... Jigsaw, original Jigsaw, not replacement Jigsaw if you've seen the movies, because that guy is a fucking asshole, but OG Jigsaw, because there's a chance you can get out of it. True. Now, probably have to mutilate yourself in some way, but well, you can get out of it. Else. Like, if it came down, 
if it's like you and me in a trap and Jigsaw was like, hello, Jason, don't play a game. The only way you can get out of this is cut Dennis's head off. Like, sorry, dude, I'm out. I'm like, I, so there's a chance I can survive. Wow. So I'm cool with Jigsaw. Is, is this, the rest of these goddamn is, motherfuckers are just going to kill me. Is that because that one time I told you that you look like somebody who would shit on somebody else? Is that why you want to cut my head off? Yep. Yep, you said that when we were about two years into this friendship, and 13 years later, I have not left You ruined my childhood the first day I met you. I know, but I mean, that was funny. (laughs) Um, As for me, part of me wants to go with the cliche thing of saying, you know, Freddy, because I've always been really good with my dreams, but I... What does that mean? I've always been really good with my dreams. I can control my dreams. It makes them so lifelike. No, I can control my dreams. But Freddy can control your dreams more than you can. I think I would pick Chucky. Yes, because I was discussing this the other day. He's a fucking tiny little doll. Pick him up, (laughs) throw him in the oven, and be done with it. I had I had a my buddy doll. I know the size of Chucky. Grab him, backhand him, get rid of the fucking knife that's in his hand, rip off his arms, rip off his head, throw him in the dumpster and be done with it. These people are stupid. Kick him out of the goddamn window. I mean Jesus Christ, it's a fucking doll. I could see if he had supernatural strength, but he don't. Chucky from Bridal Chucky, he's all rubber. He's all rubber. <laughs> he's all rubber. Hit him with a ball. Exactly. Set him on fire. Do this and do that. I don't understand. Unless you're a child, which I can understand. But no, if you're an adult, there's no plausible explanation of why that motherfucker can kill you. You know what I thought of when you said he was all brother? You know, how you, you know how you get it? Lock him in a hot car in the summer. Exactly. <laughs> Pretend he's, he's, he's a dog that you forgot or that baby you don't want or that Whoa. baby you don't want. Whoa. Leave him in the car. Oh, we're going to get letters and I'm not fielding any of those. Send your angry letters to Dennis, care of the torture chamber. I, I, right. I don't understand. these. I love these movies, but they make me physically angry because it's like, he's a fucking doll. Man up. Well, it depends on how long he's in the doll body. Because you know, after a while, he starts to become more alive. No! No, he don't! No, he doesn't! <laughs> okay. as, as the series progresses, he turns more into doll! No, I thought I thought it became more alive the longer no. he, he's in the no, doll body. Because remember, there's that one part in the movies where they open the back and he's got like muscle and sinew. Well, and yes, stuff. because he's turning into the the doll permanently. But as as the series progresses, he becomes all doll. Yes. Does he? I'm gonna have to watch Curse of Chucky again. Yes. I remember that. And it just pisses me off because. All I pictured was a my buddy dog coming at me like ah, and me just looking at it going no. I love how both of our answers were really centered on how easy it would be to. <laughs>
you know damn well somebody out there who's going to listen to this is going to be like, this doesn't work, and here's why. <laughs> and if you're out there, oh my god, please write in, because I would love to have this debate. Are you, are yes, you kidding ex- me? I love a healthy debate. Why. If you want to tell me all the reasons why he's going to get killed by Chucky, and I'm going to die in that jigsaw trap, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Hello, Dennis. Would you like to play a game? I thought we were finished. Hello, Jason. Do you want to play a game? Wait, hold on. What? No, it's his turn. What's... Wait, it's... No, it's... I'm done. It's you. No, but... Okay, now I'm confused. If that's not you... And that's not you... Then who who the the hell is that? that? (laughs) What's up with this? Nope. All you keep doing is complaining to me that you're so bored because you want it back and and what the fuck is going on? Here's what's going on. This is our last Halloween Switcheroo episode. This is not our last Halloween episode. Because in fact, on Halloween itself, we're doing a special double episode where both Dennis and myself will be watching a movie and complaining about it. So if you've missed the dulcet tones of me bitching about how fucking boring I found a movie, on Monday the 31st, you'll get to hear it. Yes, it's going to be our first ever double-size special. Halloween spooktacular. We might might even bob... I'm so sorry. It's okay, Blackula. We might even bob for apples on on the podcast. Only if I get to drown you in the tub. No, that's not in the contract. Fuck. So, to get us ready for this, we've chosen movies for each other to watch. We don't necessarily have to say why we chose them, though I probably will demand an explanation. Because we don't know what we've chosen no. for each other. I'll let you go first. Well, here's the thing. Um, I have been struggling with this to find you um, a Halloween movie. Part of me was like, oh, well, let's not do this. Let's not do that. But you gave me teeth in Halloween 3. And I, I went... I'm proud of you. I went on Netflix... Sorry, I know not, not sorry. I went on Netflix for the simple fact that I wanted to find a movie that was on there, so I knew you had no choice to watch it. And I came up with three movies. Two of them are zombies movies, zombie movies. One of them deals with a clown. Oh, I, uh, I okay. <laughs> two things. First of all, you know I hate zombie movies, and two, you know I'm definitely afraid. Of I clowns. know. So, in a little throwback, pick a number between one to three. Throwback to a goddamn month ago. You act like it was (laughs) ten years ago. Hashtag throwback! Alright, um... Number one. Oh! I don't... Oh! You picked the clown movie. All right, it's called it? Stitches. 
No. No, because I've seen that was scrolling through my Netflix. Oh, fuck yep. me. Running And I'm sorry, but I don't have a replacement for you because... Yeah. Yeah. Can I please do one of the zombie ones? I'd rather be bored no. than terrified. You, you, this is what you, you picked. I'm sorry. I will tell you the other two movies if you'd like to know. Sure. One is Zombievers, and the other one is Zombies. I'm not even going to ask. I don't even care. All right, that's the game you want to play? <laughs> the goddamn clowns? Okay. I have also chosen three oh, movies for you. Um, I've chosen a classic Terrible, a, a boring sequel, or a shitty movie that I just pretty much threw on the pile just to make your life hell. And I'm glad I chose these three, because fuck you, because it clowns. <laughs> so, pick a number. Um, you know what? You said one, so I'll pick the opposite end on that. Three. Oh, thank you. You're watching a lovely little film called They're Watching. The hell? I'm not going to tell you a goddamn thing about this movie. Nope. I'll tell you one thing. Um, it's about some filmmakers in a random city in Eastern Europe. Okay. That's all you need to know. And if I'm right, and I think I am, and I'm lucky, please God, you're going to be so pissed off. So, there you go. That's my response to clowns. Well, the good thing is, after we do the Halloween anyway. episode, we will be back to our normal routine. Yep, which means that I'm just going to be upset every two goddamn yeah. weeks. Yes. I know I, you said you know, let the, the, the potential victims behind the curtain and told them that I've been kind of bored, not getting to do my thing. I think... I have developed a weird Stockholm Syndrome with this whole process, (laughs) where, like, when I don't have to do it, I miss it, but then I remember I have to do it, and it's like, fuck. So, if you want to write to us, that was an absolute shit show this episode has been, because, not for nothing, there's a whole big chunk that we had to edit out for reasons, it's been a shit show. (laughs) Um, I'm looking at you, Eddie. What's up, bro? Uh, you can write to us at podcasttc at gmail.com. You can check out our little WordPress website uh, by going to the Torture Chamber blog uh, wordpress.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter and find out what weird sort of Kafka-esque existentialist nonsense is coming out of my brain at at T-Chamber Podcast on Twitter. So, we will see you in just a couple days for our mega Halloween spectacular episode. It's going to be fun. There's going to be candy. Cake. Mostly candy. 
I'm going to be sitting eating. Oh hell yeah, the I'm going to be over here munching on candy corn. Why you pick the worst candy? Because I do. Yeah. This has been the Torture Chamber podcast. I'm your host, Jason Christopher. I am the ever-loving Dennis Neal. And because I'm Dennis Neal, I hate you so, 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 so much. You picked a clown movie. You can absolutely fucking bite me.